The Grim Reaper Gamers are a 25 and older video game community with members spanning the globe, playing games across all genres and platforms. Bring your thick skin, drink of choice, and grab your controllers. GRG members are on nightly with official community nights every Wednesday. And now, it's time for the, the ReaperCast. Reaper Hello and welcome to the 178th episode of the ReaperCast. My name is Jack and I'll be your host for this episode. You may also know me as the head grumpkin in charge of the Grim Reaper Gamers, Lala Calamari. And I just want to say that I used my MLG abilities to carry several GRG members to Fortnite victories during our last community night. I had to carry some real uh, special players. <laughs> Yeah, they should pay me for those carries. And for tonight's podcast, we'll be discussing Battlefield 2042's Season 1, as well as the latest Call of Duty news, highlights from the Microsoft Bethesda event, as well as what we're watching, uh, mainly Obi-Wan Kenobi. With that, we got a lot, a lot of ground to cover, so let's introduce our guest for the show, The Real Crowbar. Welcome back to the ReaperCast. How are you? What you drinking? And what you playing? Thank you, sir. Um, right now, I'm having some Jameson. I've uh, recently started getting into or trying to get into Irish whiskeys because I hadn't really done any before. Usually a bourbon guy. And uh, enjoying this. Playing has been pretty much just Battlefield 2042 with the occasional Final Fantasy 14 thrown in still. I have a solid group of, of buddies that I've known for 20 some years that big Battlefield fans. And so we've been playing together every chance we get, which is usually only once or twice a week. So, Are you drinking the Jameson straight or is it with a, uh, no, I'm doing it in ginger ale right now. There you diet, go. diet ginger ale, but ginger ale. I, that's what I like. Jameson yep. ginger ale. It's excellent. Excellent drink. Uh, that's what I should be drinking, dealing with the podcast, but I am drinking my summer go-to beer victory, summer love. I've been drinking it for a while now. It's I drink during the summer. Excellent beer if they have it in your area, uh, as well as when playing. It's kind of a mix between Fortnite, Grinding Destiny still, and Battlefield 2042. But the Destiny cool kids don't invite me to their parties. I'm very sad. I guess I'm not elite enough for them. I don't know. I am MLG. They should know that. Uh, all right. Uh, for the rant, we're going to push the rant back a little bit later in the in the show. I don't want to have a double rant. Valiant got mad at me for double dip in one episode, so we're going to skip that. But uh, we will go right into Gaming Geek News. First up, we have the Battlefield 2042 Season 1 has has uh, dropped. It was, what did it come out, like last week? or uh, It came out, technically it launched Thursday okay. last week. And uh, it's called Zero Zero Hour, and kind of like the amount of hours Grex played, uh, even while he purchased the game. He, he actually owns Battlefield, has not even installed it. Wow, that, he should be ashamed. We should definitely get on him about that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's stuck in Lost Ark in his Asian MMO grind. He's you know getting those panties that are super high level. Does he have his fairy wings yet? Mm. And cat ears, I'm sure. <laughs> All right, so with with the uh, the new season, we get, we get a whole whopping one map exposure. Uh, this is actually a really good map, uh, probably the best map in the game right now. Offers a lot of verti verticality. I don't even know if that's the right word. I kind of made that one up. No, that's uh, that's actually legit. Oh, there you go. The points are pretty close together, so like you get to the uh, um, the part doesn't take long to get back and forth between those. I definitely like this map. This. Really like good the, map. the things I've repeatedly said to my buddies is these are, or this map is a battlefield map. The shit they gave us at launch, I don't know what those are because those aren't battlefield maps, but this feels like a battlefield map. The only thing I think they could do differently to make it a little bit better would be if it had Levolution that opened up those tunnels in the middle. But understanding their quote unquote storyline, the reason that the fighting is even happening there is because of that landslide that happened already. So I can see that would be difficult to to accomplish. I mostly have stayed indoors on this map. I don't really mess around with the outdoors, the A area. What's it? A, F, and E. Yep. Um, 
because I usually get so pissed off. You have some sniper on a crevice somewhere in one of those cliffs that just picks you off. And I'm like, eh. So I stay inside. Yeah. The, the, uh, the nice thing is the, if I can skip ahead of the new operator, Liz, there is something super satisfying about counter sniping a sniper with her TV rocket. Okay. Yes. So they, they did uh, bring in a new operator. E, E, I don't even know how to pronounce her first. It's, it's Liz. It's just Liz. Liz okay. Or, oh yeah. Her full name. I'm Iwana, sorry. Or E. Uilana. I don't, whatever. Uilina. Yeah. Her special ability is that rocket. It's a, it's, like a first person view of the rocket when you fire it, or first missile view TV rocket. You can see what you're doing. You can see where you're aiming it. That's a lot of fun. It's that's some from battlefield three and four, the TV rocket that they had in the attack choppers. That's what it reminds me of. Yeah. I got a nice helicopter kill with it. It was, it was great. Although it has a limited amount of fuel. Cause I was, I was, was hunting down a helicopter and I just didn't have enough range. It was just a few hundred meters short. Did you uh, did you find the boost on it? No, no. I've only played. Uh, it, it has a, a it has a boost, so you can actually um, increase the speed. So a lot of times, what happens is if you're playing as one of the Russians and you're going against a Condor, they'll pivot and start trying to go flying fast. So you have to hit the boost to be able to catch them. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I haven't really played as her much. Um, mostly, I, I've been playing as the medic girl, uh, Falk. Mm-hmm. Just because I, I, I figure it has the most value. I can sit there and like medic dart people at the uh, intersections, like the big hot spots, and drop med packs and revive people. So I try to be a team player. <laughs> I, I didn't even see this myself. I, I'm ashamed to say I didn't really pay much attention to what gadgets were added, but apparently they added defibs back. So anybody can res anybody if they carry that as their equipment. Oh, I didn't notice that. Um, I, I didn't either. I heard it on. Uh, I was watching some videos today at work and uh, saw somebody mention that. And I was like, "Wait, what?" Nobody cares. No one reses. There's few. There's too few medics. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like you you make a push and it, it it definitely helps like continue that push of the three or four guys that are down. If you can revive them, that's they're right back in the action. Yep. So that's why I've been playing her a lot because since they they got rid of uh, Angel with his um, dropping armor. I switched over to the to the medic girl. Uh, what else do they add? They added new weapons. They have two new weapons. The first one is the Ghost Maker R10 crossbow and the BSV-M marksman rifle, which really looks like, I guess, a modern-day VSS, the old VSS gun from the past games. Yeah, I've seen VSS or ASVAL. It reminds ASVAL, me of that, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. from, from Call of Duty, they have that. And, and it's because you can use it both as a sniper or as an assault rifle right? or a submachine gun or because like, I think it goes automatic. Yeah. I haven't gotten I it yet. I, I've, I unlocked it, but that was right at the end of my play session. So oh, okay. I didn't get a chance to try it out yet. Yeah, I'm about the, level eight. The, so. And the crossbow is like level 32 or something. I doubt I'll use a crossbow. I don't really snipe. Often in, in Battlefield, I just am not a big fan of the sniping in it. Well, I'm pleased to say that it's just as infuriating getting shot with a freaking crossbow in this game as is in every other <laughs> game that has crossbows. They added the, the two vehicles you were talking about. The uh, I guess they're what's two stealth cop helicopters? Yep. The, the RAH-68 Huron and YG-99 Hannibal stealth helicopters. They look pretty badass. I don't know what was the need to add new vehicles. I guess they just wanted new vehicles in the game. I think they just needed to have something to say, mm-hmm. look, we did something, guys. Yeah, it's a skin. So the Battle Pass is, is going for, what, $10? Uh, I, I'm a sucker. I bought the Gold Edition, so I don't uh, have any idea how much it goes uh, for. <laughs> so, okay, so I think it's $10. I did not buy it yet, and I, I don't know if I will. I don't really play enough battlefield i already got a couple other battle passes i got my halo battle pass my call of duty battle pass my fortnite battle pass because i need to get vader i need to get vader in fortnite so i don't know if i'll get this one but i'll play it i mean i don't really care about the extra goofy skins i'm not nothing really excited me but you were saying about the vehicles yeah so they actually they have a mode where they can go into stealth and they can't be locked onto. so like so flam and the aa missile can't lock onto them now dumb fire missiles can still hit them 
like the the tele the t- TV missile, and then also the M5 if you just fire it and just line it up right. When they're in stealth mode, they lose their guns and they can drop bombs, but they can't be locked onto. So it's it's an interesting twist on the way they helicopters normally are played. I was surprised to see that this update wasn't wasn't that big. Like it was like nine gig. I think I had to download because, of course, my Xbox is set to automatically download updates, and it never downloads the updates of the games I want to <laughs> play when I want to play them. So I think it was only like nine gigs. I, I was pretty mm-hmm. light. I guess I'm so used to Call of Duty being a giant freaking resource hog. Yeah, well, and, you, and they don't have Warzone attached to it to, to make you have to download all that stuff, too. No. Well, they have Hazard Zone, but they kind of said, uh, no yeah, we're it. not doing that. No. I have not met <laughs> no. a single person who's actually played it. I think that's their biggest issue is they were thinking that was going to be the next Warzone, and it's not. And Agreed. Yeah. Which I, I still can't believe they didn't focus more on the Battlefield side of things. It's a shame. Um, I think we were talking about this in chat where all they had to do is take Battlefield 4, uh, update the graphics, expand the game, and bigger, better, badder. And that's Absolutely. what everybody wants. Everybody Absolutely. be happy. That's what's great about the portal modes. I mean, up until once they got some of the most of the performance issues figured out, my favorite thing every week was looking forward to the portal modes to, to because a lot of them they would take some of the BF twenty forty two stuff but plop it down into the old maps so that you could use like the the weapons and specialists which I mean specialists I like some of their gadgets but some of them are kind of like no one's ever going to play that but um, they they put that in and uh, they've had some really fun modes in in portal they had one oh, what was that one it was like. I think it was like submachine guns only, and they also increased bullet speed and damage. So it was, you would probably hated it because it was much faster TTK. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, it's be like Call of Duty and, and Warzone where you get drilled and nothing you can do. Now they have, you say they have the old Battlefield maps in Portal. Why don't they, they're hurting for maps. Why don't they just bring them over There's to There's a mode that does that. They have, um, I don't know if it's still there. I It was there yesterday still. But I haven't looked today. Uh, but the, if you go under All Out War, the I think it's the second one in. So they actually have that mode. And if you go into um, All Out War, I think it's the second one. And I can't remember the name of it now. But it actually talks about it does BF2042 on classic Battlefield maps. And so it has um, some maps from Battlefield 3, some maps from Bad Company 2, and from BF1942, the original. Yeah, they should probably just throw that right into the regular game and just say the hell with it, you know? I totally agree because they are so much better maps. Again, I, like I said earlier, I mean, that's my one big complaint is that the the new maps, like, like say what you will about the specialists. I get what they were going for. I like the idea. I just think there were some mistakes made with the implementation, but the maps were just shit. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't have, like, the, the specialists didn't really affect me at all like they were whatever they were stupid they were the most annoying thing about the specialists were just the comments they made the talk when they talked it was like oh thank god they turned that off yeah yeah they're revoicing all the the specials but as far as their abilities and stuff it was whatever i i that was the least of my concerns yeah the maps were just you spend the whole time playing running simulator i feel like i was playing yep. PUBG. yes you know running and um and getting killed by snipers that you can yeah. see I hope they can come up with new maps at a faster pace, but it doesn't seem like DICE has the ability to to do stuff like that. I suspect that it was more about they needed to make sure that they polished all the other bugs out as much as possible for this for patch because the patch came out two days before the season started. Yes. So I, I suspect they're going to hopefully do more than one map each season, quote-unquote season. Like I said, I mean, you know, I bought the gold edition, so it came with the the first year of content basically included. So that's what most people who bought the game, uh, according to the sales statistics I saw, uh, most people bought that edition because everybody was like, oh, this is going to be Battlefield 4, but upgraded. And so that's where a lot of the anger comes from, too, I think, towards the game and towards DICE and EA. But uh, my hope is that, you know, they get their heads out of their asses and they're going to do more than one map and add more guns and stuff like that. 
Yeah, and if they can follow suit with with exposure, like that's just it's a good map. It's a really yes. good map. Yes. I've been enjoying I've been enjoying my time playing. Um I've only played I guess I got to level eight, so I, I played a, a bit. I've only been playing just that exposure map. I've just been kinda milking that one, doing that playlist only. That's that's all I've been playing too since it came out. Yeah. Just, just exposure, the twenty four seven exposure playlist. Actually, I did want to circle back to something you mentioned about the Battle Pass. I honestly would say if you don't have the Gold Edition, which included the free Battle Pass, I don't think there's anything in the Battle Pass you need to buy that, or that needs you to buy the Battle Pass because it's going to give you the Operator and Weapons as part of the free tier. So none of the rest of it matters, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's pretty much why I'm, I'm not going to go for it. Um, I'm not a super crazy one about the cosmetics. It's whatever and i don't i'm not going to finish this battle pass because i got like i said i have a few other things i'm working on uh halo fortnite call of duty i'm not really concerned about call of duty i don't even know why i bought the last call of duty one and those skins are horrible <laughs> it's the battle pass you talk about bad looking skins call of duty oh my lord it's horrifying was the the godzilla and kong was that inside of the battle that, pass no that was, was separate. That just, okay it was it was 25 dollars for one of those skins jesus yeah, they, they're they're they rape you. This is why, I like Fortnite, it's just they 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 have impulse buy prices, and you just can't mm. help. Like I've have a few. I have Obi Wan. I have Moon Knight, which because I thought Moon Knight was going to be a good show, and I was wrong. Uh, I bought a couple other ones. I bought a couple stupid dances because they're like two dollars. This is just one chicken wing dance that I love. It cracks me up. So it's it's all impulse buy. It's like yeah, it's a couple dollars. What the hell, you know? It's next thing you know, you have like. You spent twenty, thirty dollars. <laughs> Bullshit, you know, whatever. Hey, I'm dancing along with the rest of the nerds in the uh, pregame. Uh, so this, as far as the camos, like I don't care about gun camos and stuff. I just, I usually leave them black or whatever, just regular looking guns. It's fine for me. Uh, they said the kaleidoscope map, the update. We're not going to see that till August, which kind of sucks. Yeah, I was hoping to see that one sooner. I don't know what's taken them so long. Like, it's just redesign the map. How many people, like, how long does that really take? Or let's, let's go out on a limb here and say, why don't you grab some Battlefield 4 maps and retexture them? <laughs> exactly. I mean, really, I mean, why not? I mean, take some of the classics and do like a, cla- like throw out a classic pack. Like, yep. Like, throw out like two or three classic packs per season. Why not? Or two, two or three classic maps per season. I yeah. say this with Halo. Like Halo has a million maps. Why are we not throwing in some of the classics with, you know, every month? Like I can't fathom how these major companies with these AAA titles are so slow to move on stuff. It just feels like it takes them forever, and it it shouldn't. They had the files. I really think that it boils down to monetization. They're just trying to. They're investing more of their time. And figuring out how to get the dollars and pennies out of your pocket than to make the game work right. Yeah. It's a shame. Yep. I don't know if you remember like back in like the older ones, there was a lot of drama around the, the DLCs because every time a DLC would drop, I know that COD was like that too back in Modern Warfare 2. I can't remember which one it was. One of them there was, but basically every time a new DLC dropped, you saw the user count reduced of the people that were actually playing. If you, if you were someone that got the battle, got the DLC because less people, not everybody bought the DLCs every time. Yeah. Yeah. So you had a dwindling base that could actually play those DLCs. It was crazy. Like there was, uh, and if you didn't buy every single one, I forget which version of call of duty it was. If you didn't buy every single map pack, you wouldn't be able to get into games. Like say if you bought like map pack one and map pack three, it wouldn't be able to, to match you in the game. So it was some crazy thing. So you either had to buy all or none. I like the fact that they give the maps for free, but I mm. think at the same time, if you want people to buy stuff from your game, you're going to need to release new ones. And hell, they have the old ones, bring some of them in, and they have it in the game. If, yep. if it's important, just roll it out there. Who the hell cares? You know, Who cares if this map doesn't work? You know, if you roll it out, if it doesn't work, maybe you, 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 you vault it for... Uh, after a month, oh, this isn't working, so we're going to vault this one. We'll try this map. And this is where Fortnite does stuff correct. 
they're not afraid to take chances and not afraid to add things to the game. And sometimes it breaks the game. And you know what? They vault that. Like, so, okay, well, they brought in like this mech warrior the one time and you can hop in this mech. And it was a little crazy and it wasn't working out. And sure enough, they they shelved it and moved on and quickly, mm-hmm. quickly. They didn't wait. I do have my rant now since we're talking about Battlefield. And I know we were talking about this before the, the podcast and we probably have different opinions on this, but I still feel this way. And I've bitched about this before with Battlefield. And it's the first few minutes of every game uh, when you when you spawn in as an infantry soldier and you don't get to, to a vehicle, which I can never seem to be able to get into a vehicle ever. Like, I don't know why I can't spawn into a vehicle. It I, takes I can fr- tell you why. Why? Because you're playing on Xbox. Uh, why? Is PC guys grab it right away? Yeah, they load faster. Oh. Uh, and it takes so long to get into actual action, to, to run to a point, to get into a fight, to, to get into a battle. And by the time I finally get there, I, I got some helicopter blowing me up with a rocket or getting sniped from a mile away. And I've already spent like two or three minutes like running around looking for action only to die from some stupid place and not be where I want to be. I really think that the battlefield would probably do better if they had infantry spawn throughout the map. Maybe they do like a, a 50 yard line across the map and have you spawn your squad spawn at different random pot spots. So you can work on capping points quickly and get that moving, you know, get the action flowing faster. But as it stands now, if you spawn in as an infantry soldier, it takes way too long to see action. Yeah, the so the I think I told you maybe I didn't, but the uh, the workaround I've found for that is it, what we usually do is because usually one of us can get a vehicle. If we can't get a vehicle, if we can't get a vehicle, everybody spawns on that vehicle. If we can't get a vehicle, someone tries to grab and jump into some other vehicle. Usually, for some reason, on the new one, I feel like we only ever see the transports. We never see like you can't spawn in somebody else's Latvia or anything like that. But so we'll, we'll spawn in the transport, and if there's not enough seats for our whole squad, we'll just wait. Let that guy fly out over one of the points, parachute out, and then we all spawn on him. But I agree. It's stupid, and I, I do like your 50-yard line idea. See, I'm always full of good ideas. People You're should listen to me more often. Yeah, I'm full. That's what everybody <laughs> says. That's why my eyes are brown. Um yeah, so uh Battlefield, if you if you're not if you haven't been playing it lately, it's worth the download. The new map the new map is worth checking out. And it looks like they're getting their shit together slowly but surely. Eventually it may be a decent game. <laughs> Eventually we'll get to that point. Why they have to, you know, take a year or so to get Battlefield ready for each battlefield is uh interesting, but at least they're doing it a different way each time. They're screwing something else up every yeah. time. So there, there you have it. Battlefield uh, Season 1, Zero Hour. Check it out. Check out the new map. The new map is really good. I will give them credit for that. I really do like that. All right, let's move along. We'll go into some Call of Duty news. And they showed off Modern Warfare 2's gameplay footage. And I guess Modern Warfare 2 is the reboot remake of one of the best titles of the Call of Duty franchise. And I don't know. I don't give a shit about single player Call of Duty. Maybe it's just me. I maybe I'll play it. Maybe I won't. I'll probably play it because the servers online, like for multiplayer, will be down. So I'll probably play the the campaign because that's what always happens. That's the only mm-hmm. reason I play Call of Duty campaigns. But yeah, it looked like every other Call of Duty title, uh, except a little prettier, a little nicer, and a little fancier. I don't know if this is going to be a direct copy of the Modern Warfare 2 campaign because I can't imagine I'm doing the no Russian scene now, but it is not. Okay. It's a it's, whole different storyline. So supposedly there I didn't research it enough before this, but supposedly 2019 Modern Warfare and this version Modern Warfare 2 are actually prequels to the original Modern Warfare somehow. I don't know yeah. how, but the, like, cause like you're right. Like the last one I played the full single player storyline on was actually COD for modern warfare. Yeah. I played, um, modern warfare, modern warfare two campaign. Then I played, uh, call of duty world at war. And that was because you had to play it to unlock zombies, which I never oh, ended yeah. up playing, which was the dumbest thing ever. 
And that story was whatever. It was okay. I did play Vanguard's because I was kind of bored, so I kind of plowed through that. And it wasn't too long. So as long as usually Call of Duty uh, campaigns are five, six hours. So mm. I, it's about my attention span level. I mean, everybody's buying Call of Duty for multiplayer and now Warzone. So that's that's the shit I want to see. I want to see Warzone 2.0. I want to see multiplayer. I did hear that Warzone 2.0 is supposed to launch this year, so they're not waking us, making us wait till March next year again, like they did with the first one. Nice. So they, they, they might as well because people hate Caldera. Yeah. Current map. <laughs> yeah. And I, me being one of them, I haven't played. I have barely played any Call of Duty in the last two months. Um, usually Saturday night, some of the old two old to shoot guys get together, and then um, Giddy shot me an invite, so I got to play with Giddy. Uh, unfortunately, I can't carry her to a win because she's really bad. Like she's really bad. I was gonna say I don't know who I feel worse for, you or her. <laughs> Both, trust me. <laughs> My favorite thing to do in Warzone while playing with Giddy is to randomly shoot her as she's running across the field, so she freaks out and thinks <laughs> someone's shooting her. <laughs> or spray painter. That's the other thing. Spray painter oh, yeah. with the yeah. So that's the two things I had to do. Yeah, so that's it. I mean, they showed some stuff. It's whatever. They're on a boat. The, the the cargo things are sliding around because apparently people don't strap them down in the future or whatever this is set in. Whatever. I don't care. What was interesting, though, was that they did say that the the movement of the boat was actually being controlled by the actual water. So it was all physics. Like, all that wasn't just scripted. That was oh. actually the physics engine making those crates slide back and forth. So they could slide back and forth differently for me than you? Right. Well, no, because actually they, they're also making the wave server side. Oh. So it's not client dependent. It's on the server. So um, everybody should see the same thing happening, basically. Yeah, bring on the multiplayer. Bring on Warzone 2. Then I'll be interested. Agreed. All right, let's move along into the uh, Microsoft Bethesda event. And... I mean, they introduce a whole ton of different things. Most of the stuff, uh, it's whatever. I'm not that interested in, but I figured we'd pull out a few of the highlights of the show and, and the obviously the main one, the biggest title that was shown was Starfall. They showed a 15-minute uh, video on Starfall. Oh, excuse me. And this basically is Skyrim meets Fallout 76 meets Space. And... Uh, they're going to have, what, thousands of planets you can visit, all these different things you can do. You can customize your own spaceship. You can build your own bases, all sorts of stuff. This looks to be nuts. This looks like to be like a, a single-player star citizen, I guess. I Maybe not that. I was going to say, is it single-player? Uh, well, Starfall will be single-player. Okay. Yeah. I'll say, because if, if Fallout 76, that was one of the... the- best things actually the only really great thing about that was it being multiplayer there yeah, was like 16 people on a server or whatever uh this is my, my kid's dying for this one he can't wait for this title to come out i i don't have the attention span to play a single player game especially one that will, can last like thousands of hours <laughs> so <laughs> i'm not gonna be doing this i might peek at it i don't know you know what i hate about games like this is when you first fire it up and it's the beginning, the intro, just getting past the intro stage, it takes like hours, like it's, it feels like, before you're able to do anything. And it drives me nuts. Yes, I totally agree. The uh, um, That's how all the Fallout games start. It's it's like forever before you can actually start doing stuff that's interesting, interesting. Yeah. So this will be coming on Game Pass, which is nice. I saw a lot of people boycotting this for some stupid reason or another and i'm like what's on game pass who's boycotting this if you have game pass you're just going to download it it's just dumb don't pre-order well it's on game pass i don't have to pre-order i'll I'll have it uh then this will be pc and xbox only so it will not come to the playstation i guess that uh it's one of the benefits that microsoft gets for buying bethesda but yeah Uh, up next, Redfall. Everybody's been talking about this one. 
I don't know why I saw the video for this. This looks like Back for Blood, but with vampires instead of zombies. And it's just Left for Dead, Back for Blood, that style game. You run around, you shoot zombies or vampires. We already have Back for Blood on Game Pass. Why do we need this title? What's this bring into the table that that doesn't have? I'm not quite sure, but this will be on MS Game Pass as well. Are you interested in this at all? Or not did, did at these all. Games, not at all. Yeah, I'm the same. <laughs> Diablo 4 is about the only one of, that they announced that I'm kind of interested in. Yes. Now, that's uh, coming in 2023, Diablo 4, which I don't know in the, what quarter of 2023, uh, but it's coming next year. And I'll probably check this one out. Uh, this... Even though, even though I hate, I hated Diablo three. I hated Diablo three because it killed Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic, uh-huh. um, or the Old Republic, not it's Star Wars the Old Republic, the MMO. Uh, everybody in our in our guild was playing Star Wars, and then Diablo three came out, and they all left, and that was that. Everybody left, and I was like, "Damn it, <laughs> I like Star Wars." <laughs> uh, so I'm kind of bitter about it, and I'm a little bitter about it. But I think this would be a fun game to co-op with with GRG, hop in and we all different things to play all these different dungeons. I think they said there was like 150 dungeons or something crazy. Nice. They're adding PvP, so you'll be able to like fight people and have like I guess PvP arenas. And this will be crossplay as well. So uh, if you're on PC, Xbox, I do not. Is this coming to PlayStation? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't see, but so this will have crossplay. So that's nice. So it's just it won't, you know, it won't be limited to who you play with. Cool. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. I'll probably get that one. Diablo 4 is probably the one I'll get out of the Well, there's a couple others. Overwatch 2 is coming and that I think it's October 4th they said that's going to be released. And that will be free to play. So you don't have to pay for Overwatch 2. And obviously, microtransactions will be nuts through you know through the roof. <laughs> I'm just right. <afraid. laughs> I mean, you gotta make, make uh, your money somehow. Say I wonder if they'll do the Rainbow Six method of you know if you want to get the new operators, the the new new specialists, whatever they call them in Overwatch. I haven't played it. You probably got to buy them. I I hate that shit. And I was going to mention it with Valorant because that's coming to Xbox. We'll get into it in a second. But yeah, I hate when they lock away. Um, uh, gameplay items like that that's just bullshit like i can understand like cosmetics like okay you can't get like the fancy new skins you're gonna look like a scrub when you play whatever that's fine that's that's on the person to upgrade but you shouldn't limit a person's gaming ability or how they can play the game i think that's just a bad thing who knows they might they probably will that's what i guess yeah do you play Overwatch at all? Have you played the first one? No, no, I didn't. Um, didn't really have anybody that I was friends with that played it at the time. And by the time I found friends of mine that did play it, it nobody was playing it. So I was like, "Well, I'm not going to buy it." Yeah, we did buy it when a bunch of us played it. I, I never got into it. It was for whatever reason none of the uh, the heroes, the characters clicked with me, and I never felt comfortable playing with it. I always felt like. I'm shooting a million shots at somebody. I can't kill them and I get one shot. It was just, it was frustrating. I never understood it. And I played its competitor, which was Paladins. Uh, I was free to play a game and I liked that one. That one was great. I, I enjoyed Paladins much more. Um, it was very similar to the games. It was a, the hero shooter. Uh, and then Paladins had kind of like a uh, League of Legends where you can upgrade your character through the game. Or Smite. It was similar to that type of gameplay. Mm-hmm. I preferred that one better. I, I I felt comfortable with the characters in that. I felt comfortable with the game mode in that. And I got super competitive with that. It was it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed that one. Uh, but people liked the the prettier Overwatch 2. And they didn't give Paladins a chance because it <laughs> wasn't as nice looking. But I liked the graphics. It was kind of like um it reminded me like a like a World of Warcraft uh like the, the the background, the scenery and stuff. I, I enjoyed it. I liked it. It was a great game, but Overwatch 2 will be free to play. Maybe I'll download it. Give it another shot. I don't know. It was, I just couldn't get in the first one. 
All right, up next we have Riot Games coming to Xbox. This came, this was also in the event, and the first one up was Valorant, which was one I've been looking at for a while. I was a big Counter-Strike fan a million years ago when, when Counter-Strike was beta. This was like uh, 2000, whatever, you know, two, 2000. I played beta three of Counter-Strike, and that was my <laughs> game for years. Like, oh, my God, I played the ever-living shit out of that game. Oh, AWP whore, I was ridiculous. Oh, I had my gaming PC at the time. and <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I started out with mostly, too, was uh, around the same time, actually. Um, we were in, a, I was in a, the, remember those guys I told you I've been playing Battle yeah. games with for 20-some years? Well, we started in, in uh, Counter-Strike. I never did the scripts for the, to buy the guns. I just could press the buttons fast enough to buy whatever. And like, depending on what I had, I can buy whatever I needed. And Oh, I, I had, I had everything. I had, you know, F keys for, you know, when I had enough money to buy, yeah. I think like F1 was just ammo and F2 was like ammo and armor and different ones for if I wanted an SMG or an, or an assault rifle or whatever. I usually never, I usually didn't have scripted for the snipers. I would just buy that myself when I was ready to, but Yeah. Oh, I love that game. That game was was so much fun. I played oh my up to source. I forget how long I played in the source. I finally moved. Real quick, what I miss the most about those types of games is hitting where you're aiming. Yes. I can't stand how they add this bullshit where like I can deal with bullet drop and stuff like that for, you know, sniping or whatever, but this random bloom effect that they experimented with on at the start of Battlefield 2042 and that a couple other games have done. It just doesn't make sense to me. It's I, I should be able to hit where I'm aiming. Yeah. Did you play Day of Defeat as well? That was not yes, half yes, mod. I did. Oh my god, yes, I did. I played the the shit out of that. But those two titles alone, I was like, I bought the original. I had the original Xbox when it came out, and my wife managed to uh, get one. They were like impossible to get, and she got me one because one of uh, the parents at the daycare we own worked at a GameStop and hooked her up, and she got it. And I played Halo for like five minutes, but I'm like, fuck this, you know, <laughs> Counter-Strike was like a million times better. Day of Defeat was a million times better. And I'm like, Day of Defeat was a great game. Oh, it was amazing. I, then, then the Source version was awesome, too. I've probably got 300 hours in the Source version, and I don't even know how many in the original, but yeah, it was, I played the heck out of it. It was disgusting how many hours I put in Counter-Strike. I want to play Valorant. And I'm afraid I'm going to be upset with going back to that style shooter. You know, like, I think nostalgia has kind of got me interested in this title. Yep. And I feel like that I'm not going to like, I like, I think I'm going to like modern shooters better than this style shooter. Regardless, this will be free to play. And all the characters will be unlocked. So you were talking about like Overwatchers and hide people behind or like Rainbow Six. All the uh, agents, I think they call them agents in this game. They're all unlocked. So you won't be limited when you play. Like you'll be able to choose any of the characters and play. And That's cool. Yeah. So it's, I will definitely check it out. I do not know if this was crossplay. I couldn't figure that out because my Google foo wasn't too hot this, this afternoon, but, um, which would probably be rough if it was, but it, it probably will be crossplay. Um, Oh, no, I'm going to check this out. I'll, I'll check this title out. At least try it. Uh, and, and then last thing that I thought was interesting from the Microsoft Bethesda event was League of Legends is coming to consoles. Not that I ever played League of Legends or, or uh, interested in it. I just, I'm not sure how that's going to work for, with a controller. I can't imagine. Like, I, I, I played it actually... <laughs> Um, there was a short period of time when I had my Xbox and my only, only PC I had was actually a MacBook. And I actually started playing League of Legends back then because they were one of the companies that kept their client up to date for OSX. And uh, so I got into League of Legends for a while there and played played that for, oh gosh, I don't even know how long. But one of my friends that I've known for a while, he plays the mobile version on his phone. And I'm just like, how? <laughs> how can you do that yeah I, I don't know i've never played and i don't think i'll play uh i'm just kind of curious to how it's going to work with a controller but it's coming 
It's coming to Xbox. Cool. Those are the things I thought that was interesting from the uh, Microsoft Bethesda event. So I, I just wanted to touch base on those. Yeah. Anything else for that event or? No, I think you hit everything I cared about. <laughs> All right. Let's move into the TV and movies. And well, it's actually going to be just TV stuff for this episode. Uh, first up, we have Barry. Season three has finished. And in case you don't know, this is Bill Hader. Hadar. What's his? How do you pronounce his last name? I, it's it's Hader. Hader. Yeah. A comedian from Saturday Night Live. Uh, he he's in this show. It's it's a black comedy where he's an assassin. So anyway, he joins a um, an acting class for whatever reason. Gets involved in this because he likes this one girl, and uh, the show progresses through that. So it's kind of like a black comedy. They're making fun of like Hollywood. LA and actors and all this stuff, but semi-serious. I don't know. I'm probably describing it really badly. Anyway, uh, so the first two seasons I really enjoyed. I thought they were excellent. It was it was a highlight of my uh, TV viewing, and season three came out, and I kind of think it's lost its way a bit. The season three was a little bit more serious and a little, I guess, darker than the previous seasons, and uh yeah yeah unfortunately i don't think it's as good uh i'll definitely check out season four to see how everything wraps up because they left it on the huge cliffhanger but not as good as season one too i I definitely recommend checking out season one it's great you said you watched season one but you weren't i didn't i don't even know if we watched the whole season it it was one of those shows that was like i liked it well enough but it wasn't like i went seeking it out so I, f- I don't remember what other stuff was out at that time, but I never finished it and I definitely didn't see season two. So maybe I'll check that out. It's not bad. If you're, if you're like low on TV shows to watch, I, the first two are good. It's I like no ho Hank. He's, he's my favorite. He's, <laughs> have you gotten to him yet? He's like the bald guy is kind of a, a Chechen uh, crime Lord. Maybe. And, oh, he's super silly. And yeah, he's, he's hysterical. Nice. I'll keep an eye out. All right. So let's go down to the one we're going to fight about. Because we'll <laughs> probably fight about this one. I got the feeling that you're going to be my gunny this episode. And that is Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan Kenobi. We're on episode four uh, at the time of this podcast was recorded. And, and I got to say, I'm pretty disappointed with the show. I, I guess I expected better so far. And I, I can't get past the bad writing, the bad acting pure stupidity in the show. I'm struggling here. I don't have any that it's going to get better. What do you think of this show so far? I am disappointed. Um, I won't say it sucks. And I'm unlike, you know, there's, (laughs) there's been, I will (laughs) chat in, uh, on the discord about, you know, talking about, uh, young Leia and I, I get where they're going with the character and, and why she acts like a young lady Mormont and stuff like that. But um, I'm just, I, I do feel like I get what they're trying to do, but I feel like they're just doing a poor job of it. I think the the whole point I think is to just show that, you know, he spent 10 years basically grieving over the fact that he, you know, the Jedi are no more and he's had to hide all his powers. And so now that he's having to pull them back out, I feel like, you know, that's why he's struggling and why, you know, remember the first episode when he, he was, you know, trying to talk to Qui-Gon and couldn't, couldn't get his force ghost to appear or whatever. So I I think that the struggle is supposed to be indicate something. And, you know, I think that I did hear something about, they picked up a second season, which I wasn't expecting. I thought it was supposed to be a one shot. Yes. And they did pick up a second season and yes, it was supposed to be a one shot, but they, I guess Ewan McGregor got paid. So he's like, fuck you, I'll do it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> which i don't blame hey you know right. ride, ride that gravy train shit and i i feel like he's supposed to look rusty and so that's why a lot of the stuff that that we've com- that you and i have talked about and other people have talked about that you know doesn't make sense as to why that would happen um i i think that's their reasoning for it and i understand that reasoning for it i just feel like the implementation has been shitty and i think that that was probably the wrong direction to take this show yeah, I'm 
tired at this point of seeing Obi-Wan bumble through the uh, episodes and whatever. Like I thought originally like, he was using the blasters because he wanted to hide the fact that he was a Jedi, not break out the lightsaber. And I thought it was funny that it was missing because, you know, in, in the movies, he called it a clumsy weapon. So mm-hmm. I, I just thought that that was kind of funny. I don't know. He was in the, in the uh, I guess, the prequels and then in all the cartoons and stuff like that. Like he fought during the Clone Wars. He was one of the top Jedis. He was one of the baddest, you know, Jedis on the field, the battlefield. And now we see this guy that's just, I can't move a little pencil or whatever, that little thing he was trying to move. I'm like, yeah. Well, what I wanted to see for this episode was an, an Obi-Wan that would kick some fucking ass. Like, that would be st- still strong. That would still be good. I don't want to see Obi-Wan struggle. I'm sick and tired of seeing, like, Disney. I, I guess they- they're killing, like, the stuff that we watched from before. Like, they did this with Luke Skywalker. They did this with uh, Han Solo. And I need them to not kill our heroes from from my childhood. <laughs> like it kind of sucks. It's, it kind of it kind of pisses me off a little yes. bit. And and like I really feel that had he come out there and been like a strong Jedi and 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 been tough, I think that would have been the better direction to take this. And then the Princess Leia thing, that's just annoying. Like the characters pissing me off. It's just <laughs> you're strapped down to a fucking table and the Sith is going to torture you. I'd be shitting my pants. I'm 50 years old. You know, like, like, come on, like, 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 I get they're trying to show that she was tough and this is how she became tough and that she became Princess Leia. Because Princess Leia uh, in, in the original trilogy was awesome. Like, oh, yeah. She was badass. I loved it. And and she was hot, too. But I don't know. Um, and, and you have this, this stupidity with the show. Like, I don't understand how this stuff gets through the writing room through Disney, through Star Wars. Like you're talking like billions of dollars are for Disney and, and Star Wars. And they have Obi-Wan shut off the laser gate that he walked through that he could have walked instead around of, instead of taking two steps to the right and, and walked around. Like I thought he was going to get into the pickup truck or the space pickup truck and, and, and use that because he had to still drive somewhere. But no, he was walking like, it was just a gate in the middle of the fucking desert. It was the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. Um, the last episode, you have the woman spy. I don't know her name. She's the the girl from uh, Game of Thrones. She was in Game of Thrones. The re- the one that's a, the rebel spy. Yeah, the yeah. rebel spy. And so she's in. You know, she's getting Obi Wan to sneak into the uh, the base, the uh, the prison or whatever. And she's talking on the walkie talkie. Like, oh, yeah, I, I, I opened up the gate, or right? And she's whispering to it. There's literally a, a Imperial agent two feet next to her sitting at the next cube yes. right there. And like, yes. like how, how is that? Ha- like, hello? Like, he, he's not hearing her talk like this? Like, oh, I'm, you know, like, what in the world is that? Like, it's so bad. And that's the oh. stuff that infuriates me. Like, that shouldn't, that guy would have been like, hey, uh, I just heard you. Um, you're letting Obi-Wan through the gate. Yeah, no. <laughs> and that's the stuff that I get hung up on. Just this pure stupidity. Like, you should not have that in this level of a show. I, hell, Magnum PI back in the 80s wasn't this bad. Like, come on. And this is the stuff they, they do throughout the entire series. And it's just, you know, it, it reminds me of a poorly written. Uh, YouTube fan fiction, like people just made on their own, and yeah, I expect better, and I expected better from Obi Wan, and I was hoping for better. Uh, Boba Fett was a big disappointment. Yeah, you were talking about them killing our our heroes from childhood, and that's another one. Yeah, <sighs> I would love to say that I can be your yunny on this and argue that you're wrong. But I'm not sure that I can. I like I said, I still have hope that they're going to turn it around. But I'm just, I don't know. I will watch this to see how it goes. But it's whatever. It's like Darth Vader's fighting Obi Wan. They're in the fire, and Darth Vader's the most powerful Sith. Why didn't he just use his Force powers to pick up Obi Wan and bring him to him? Yes. Now the robot, the, the slow ass robot, picks them up and walks away with them. They can't walk around the fucking fire. The fire was only like thirty <laughs> feet. 
it was just from those fuel drums that he he knocked over, or shot open, or whatever. I can't remember how he did it, but yeah. I can't I can't I can't watch this without like banging my head against the wall. It doesn't make sense to me. Like, use some common sense. Put some common sense into these shows, and I'd probably be a little bit more forgiving. What I would like to see is I would like to see a Darth Vader in his prime TV show. But at this point, I'm kind of worried about what that'll be. <laughs> I, I thought he would, they made him a little cartoony as he's walking through the street, snapping people's necks just because, hey, I can. Like, why? Why is he doing that? Like, I don't know. <laughs> well, it was that, that 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 part made sense, though, because he's he's trying to lure. He knows that the Jedi want to protect all life. So but. I don't know of all the things. I think that's the one thing I'll disagree with you on. I, I don't think I had a problem with that. That I mean, you know, I wish I could do that. No, not really. Yeah. But I wish but, I could do that and uh, hold a hold a uh, GRG staff meeting. Never <laughs> I'm absent that day. Um, but <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I I just look at the end of Rogue One. The Vader at the end of Rogue One. That's the Vader I want to see. Which is the the only part of the movie of uh, that movie I actually cared about. <laughs> I I thought the rest of the movie was the rest of the movie was like whatever. Actually, compared to the stuff we've seen now, the rest of the movie was great. You know, it was a war movie. It wasn't a Star Wars movie. It was a war movie. It was all right. Like it was an okay movie. But that last that last scene with Vader that was oh, yeah. awesome. That was awesome. So uh, my other issue is Disney seems to have this problem with using the current show to push out their next show. So it's all about like the next brand, the next item, the next thing. So Obi-Wan obviously is doing this or and they have uh, the, the third sister Reva. They just announced they're going to do a spin-off show for her, which I think is kind of a little bit of a spoiler thing because we don't understand her connection with Obi-Wan Kenobi. And like, is that mean she's going to turn good and help Obi Wan? It could be a prequel too. It could be. It could be. So it might be showing her being a bad, badass inquisitor or whatever. Or it could be even before because I mean, I, I think she's supposed to be one of those little kids in the very beginning of, yes, the, of the first episode. I think she's supposed to be one of those. Yeah, those little kids running from Order sixty six. Mm. So I mean, and obviously she got captured and converted. But I am curious why she doesn't look as fucked up as the rest of them. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, so they seem to do this with everything. They do this with Star Wars. They, they do it with Marvel as well. Like, it's just, we bring in, like, we'll start a show for Marvel, but we'll, they'll introduce a character so they can spin off their next show, and it's all spin-offs, spin-offs. And you look at, like, the Star Wars, like, uh, upcoming TV shows, and it's like a million of them. And I got to ask, are are we at a point where Star Wars has reached a saturation point? I think we've been there. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, talking about uh, Boba Fett and Obi-Wan both being disappointing. I mean, the best best episode of Boba Fett were the ones with the Mandalorian. It basically was Mandalorian season two and a half because the rest of it didn't matter. Yeah, no. And and now with Obi-Wan, it's kind of like, well, we know that he lives. We know Leia lives. We know Luke lives. So, you know, there hasn't really been any drama drama per se that is scary for lack of a better. I can't think if that's the right word. But like I said, I had a lot of hope for it and been a lot of disappointment. And so it's it's if they're if they're spending spinning all their wheels, spending all their money doing these kinds of shows, then I would argue that, yeah, we have reached a saturation point where, Hey, maybe scale it down and do something good. Yeah. I would like to see something good. I have no idea how you be handed the keys to a billion dollar franchise and just bungle it from the, the trilogy movies they made to, to the shows and I, I can understand them trying to make the shows kid friendly and everything. And I get that, but I mean, we're just seeing at this point, bad TV mm-hmm. and bad movies. Like those movies, I still have yet to watch the last, last Star Wars movie. I will not do it. I refuse. I will never watch it. I just, I'm done. I can't do it. I have this trick. If I think a movie's going to suck, I go into it expecting it to suck. And so far there's very few movies that are, as bad as I expected them to be. <laughs> I would expect that one to be as bad as I expected it to be, and I'd be so mad. 
it was it was uh it was less than great <laughs> yeah my oldest who's a big star wars fan um he's a big nut he keeps telling me to watch it but he hates it like he for like like months afterwards he would send me articles of like how they fucked up star wars and all the different things they did wrong he was so mad it was like he was bitter about it. i'm like i'm not gonna watch it I'm like i just can't do it i'm like i was out after uh they, they killed off luke skywalker because it, i don't know it's just yeah the thing I didn't get it, I still feel like there's more of the story that doesn't make sense how all the different pieces play together. We still don't know who the fuck Snoke was. We still don't, don't understand. Yeah, it doesn't matter. And it's like, how did, you know, I don't know. There's just, there's a lot to it. And I mean, you know, I read all the books too. Yeah. So I'm familiar with how the, 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 oh my God, it's blanked out on their name. New Order, um, how where they came from and how they how they came into existence, but it's just like I don't know, man. It's just I don't know, <laughs> dumb, dumb, yeah. And and they keep whatever they keep screwing around with. Uh, why is my PC going to sleep? They keep screwing around with the the heroes. Like I hate ha- what they did to Luke. They kind of made him meaningless and whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought he would have been the guy to bring back the Jedis and I really don't understand the direction they're going with Star Wars, but it's whatever. I think was there eight episodes of Obi-Wan? So I thought it was only six. Oh, six. Good. Oh, thank God. I don't have too much more to say. Yeah. So you got this week and next week, I think. Oh, Oh, you know what? I wanted to just add it. I forgot a different show. Um, Speaking of shows, there's, there's one good show that I'm watching and I don't know if you watch it. The boys. I keep meaning to check it out. But oh, no, my God. Oh, gotta watch this show. Oh, my God. And, and this, this season's been fantastic. The last episode was great. They must have a uh, be able to buy, uh, I guess, from Costco, exploding meat bags. Because that's all. <laughs> like, I'm telling you, like, every, when someone dies, it's like an explosion of, like, just meat and blood. I was going to say, that's what you guys keep talking about. Oh, like, it's like, literally, that's the best description of how people die is just they it's it's always explosive and disgusting and it's great so um you gotta watch the boys you got like you gotta watch the boys all right the last episode is great uh homelander he's like their superman he is my favorite character he is about as evil as can be he's great he's fantastic the guy who plays him it makes you hate him so much. So that's how, you know, he's good. It's like Joffrey from Game of Thrones, you know, like you hated oh, that, Joffrey. and That poor kid, but yeah. I heard he's like the nicest guy in the world. I'm sure yeah. he is. But he was awesome. Like if I saw him, I'd be like, hell yeah. Man. Like you were great. You were fantastic. That was such a such an evil character. I loved it. Um, I, I, I model myself after it for GRG. I run GRG like Joffrey. <laughs> Who who's your who's your hound then? Um uh Giddy, Giddy. Giddy will be my hound. She, <laughs> she's tough enough. She'll kick all your asses. <laughs> oh my goodness. Does that make uh Val um Varus? <laughs> <laughs> He's missing his pee pee? I don't know. His wife. <laughs> oh. oh shit. So all right. Uh any other shows or anything else you wanna recommend? No, um, I'm trying to think what we've been watching. Oh, there was this, if you like British comedy, and I'm using British to a little bit more loosely, there was this Irish show that just wrapped up called Dairy Girls. And it's basically, it's a, it's a comedy and it's takes place during like the end of the, uh, quote unquote troubles in Northern Ireland. Okay. So we just watched the season finale for that earlier today. So that's a really funny show. Um, Liam Neeson actually has a guest guest appearance the last season. Does he have uh, a special status skills or <laughs> sort of, <laughs> but not, he's not like that, <laughs> but yeah, but it was, it was a really good show. We really enjoyed it. Um, been watching it. It's been out, it's had three seasons. And since it's, you know, a British or Irish show in this case, it's usually like four to six episodes. I think six or seven episodes a season. So it's a quick watch, but it was really funny. And for me, because I'm a little bit younger, tiny bit younger than you. So there's a lot of nostalgia because it was a lot of late eighties, early nineties music. 
So it was a lot of stuff from like when I was in high school. And well, I like 80s like and that. 90s music. What the fuck? I'm I know, but I'm just meant it's more like mid 90s. I listen to mid 90s stuff like well, alternative. Uh, you're old. So, you know, dude. So I, I, I posted. <laughs> yeah, the cure. Yeah, that's my band. Um, I just posted in chat like like last the other day. It was 40 years from rock to Casbah came out. I remember listening to it on the oh radio. Like, Jesus Christ. Like <laughs> I was like ugh, 12, I guess. Oh, my Lord. I'm so fucking old. What's the first song you remember hearing on the radio? Or if that's no, too hard, that's, that's music video. Well, the first music video would be uh, "Video Killed the Radio Star," but on MTV because I watched that. But um, well, I listen to my dad's music, like Motown and and Beatles mm. and Janis Joplin and stuff like that. So I know all that shit. He he was all big into the the fifties, sixties. He liked Motown. He liked Beatles. I made sure I, my kids listened to the Beatles. That was very important to me. I'm a big Beatles fan. I love the Beatles. Um, but probably the first, I remember I got my boombox, and one of the first songs I recorded on my boombox was uh, Start Me Up by uh, Rolling Stones. Nice. Um, yeah. And uh, Your dad was much cooler than mine. My dad's thing was show tunes. <laughs> no, my dad's not cool, but no. <laughs> my mom and dad actually taught disco. Oh, nice. They taught disco dancing. My- so we had a lot of Bee Gees and the Saturday Night <laughs> Fever soundtrack <laughs> and no, he listens to yeah, like fifties Motown. My mom's Elvis. I've been to Graceland. We, they, took, they took us across country once. Uh, we were on the road for over like thirty plus days. <laughs> we swung by Graceland. We saw Elvis. So yeah, we've. But I made sure right. like my kids like Beatles. They, they they need to like Nirvana. That was important. I would beat them if they didn't like Nirvana. And what it's about Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam, they kind of like Pearl Jam. They like some of the songs. It's, um, they enjoy it. Alec, uh, my oldest, is getting sick of like modern day pop music and and rap and all that. So he started listening to stuff like that. Like he listens to Audio Slave and Soundgarden and stuff like nice. that. So he's he's definitely checking out a lot of that stuff. And it, it cracks me up. He actually has on the Spotify playlist like songs that I would listen to, like from First Wave, like eighties, and it it kills mm-hmm. me. Like um, uh, what was the one song? Um, Age of Cons- Consension by New Order, I think it is. Not even a song I like, but he had it on. And I'm like, what the hell? You have this on your playlist for? But I like this song. I'm like, but so <laughs> glad it had some influence. But they still listen to their shit. Whatever. Anyway, well, I, I think we'll uh, we'll wrap it up there. As always, I like to remind everyone to stop by our forums at GrimReaperGamers.com to see everything we're up to, as well as to follow us on Twitter at GRGamers.com, spelled the D-O-T. And with that, we are out of here. Stay safe and get your game on. Take it easy.